So, inshallah, today, 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 it's a very, very amazing, amazing podcast. Do not just log off right now. Don't. Don't do that. Now, what do I have for you today? I don't have Tadabur uh, Tuesday, but um, I do have a very interesting poem that we can go through. And inshallah, it will be so, so beneficial. Even the first, the first line of this poem is going to it's going to insanely just change your entire perspective. Now, what is this poem? Now, this is the poem of Al-Ilbiri on leading a purposeful life. And this translation that I have is translated by um, our beloved teacher Mustafa Al-Qabani. Now, this is the Ta'iya now this is amazing 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 because what what is who is this character now Abu Ishaq al-Ilbiri al-Tujibi now he was um, said to be the the this poet now the poem of the Arabs the poets of the Arabs we look to them and th- this this is uh, specifically he's uh, you know as a Muslim poet after Islam um now what's interesting is that we as um you know people studying arabic or anyone they look back to pre-islamic arabic why because that's the purest form of arabic right and that's where all of the poets now all of the poets they used to be in this uh situation where they kind of might get into like a poem poem fight like a poet fight right now it's interesting here because the better poet would win, right? Now, uh, Abu Hishaq al-Albiri was said to have written this poem, right? Uh, this ta'iyah, right? Now, he wrote it to, in response to a young man who insulted him, right? And instead of replying in kind, you know, which was the custom of these poets... The he decided to respond by giving the young man advice, right? That would benefit him in this life and the next. Now it's filled with gems and just so amazing, amazing, amazing. And why is it like this? This translation by uh, fluent uh, fluent Arabic publications. I'll tag them. The amazing, amazing poem that we can go through. Now, I feel that. It wouldn't do justice to just do the English, so we're going to go through the a little bit of the Arabic as well, inshallah. Um, however much you know I can, and inshallah, just a little background uh, given by the uh, translator. Abu Ishaq al-Albiri al-Tujibi was a poet and scholar of Islam from Grenada, Andalusia, and his lineage traces back to the Yemeni tribe of uh, Bani Tujib. Now. This, uh, while most of his poetry is didactic, 
concerning itself with aphorisms and related to asceticism and seeking sacred knowledge, like, you know, giving wisdoms and like, you know, do this and this and this to have a successful and prosperous life. Um, Al-Bidi was not blind to the political problems of Andalusia, which there were a lot at this time. He wrote a poem addressed to the Sanhaja Berbers, right? So who are these Berbers? The Berbers of Granada, they um, basically, they, they were a group of people that, you know, take, took control of uh, Andalusia. Um, and, you know, there's a whole background on it. Inshallah, we'll get into that in another podcast. And it led to the execution of the city's Jewish uh, vizier after the poet's uh, exile to uh, Elvira, right? Meaning like Elviria because in Arabic they changed the V to a B. Um, basically, a Mediterranean coastal town whose name uh, is, you know, Al Elbiri, right? Now, among his most fam- famous poems in his Ta'iya, what is a Ta'iya? Ta'iya basically is a poem that has the um, uh, rhyming, rhyming, scheme, rhyming scheme of the letter, uh, Arabic letter Ta. Now, in this, he addresses a young man by the name of Abu Bakr on the paltriness of this world and the lofty rank of sacred knowledge in this world and the next. Now, Al-Biri's poem is not a haughty, judgmental work in it. Uh, in it, he admits that he is worse off than Abu Bakr, obviously, and giving advice, uh, we can learn from that that you can't give advice thinking that you're better than someone, right? You always have to level or, you know, try to see that you aren't that, like, great either. If you're giving advice, right? And he reminds Abu Bakr that he's still young and unstained by a life of heedlessness and sin, right? So basically, you think of this as a, uh, and obviously, like, we make dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts the author's, author's work and the translation as well and make a uh, make this a means to draw close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ameen. Now, what's interesting about poems like this uh, like it's like a rebuttal right but it's more like a rap battle right if you think about it closely uh, because it's really going through it and it's gonna it's gonna hit home to a lot of people so let's jump right into it because this is i can't wait you know what i mean it's so amazing so what the first the first first interesting line that comes into this right we start with bismillahirrahmanirrahim and we begin so interesting now uh, he says that basically the passing of days and 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 literally kind of right it's days crush your heart right ayamu fatta crushes the passing of days crushes your heart into crumbs and what and hours carve away your body and and this is the the first what is the first piece of advice he's, advice he's giving him you're wasting your time <laughs> right uh and not just like kind of like oh you're you're coming at me and you're wasting your time no but more so in life right and we that immediately resonates with everyone how many times do you think that you've wasted time and you you could have gotten that back you know 
Now, next is now what is what is interesting is that he's saying that and and it's calling to you right death is calling to you and is calling you out calling out to you in earnest right like like honesty it's like you know really just calling out to you my friend it's you I desire anta anta like you because death is always near. Then he says, uh, Now he says, now he's saying that, I see that you care for a treacherous bride. Wow. Now, this is the interesting, the, what is what is this treacherous bride? This is the dunya. You, you really want this. And 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 you want this life, and you want this interesting thing that it won't help you in your akhirah. Now, then he says, Now he says, whom astute men have divorced irrevocably, because death came to them, and no matter who the man was, death came to them, and they had to divorce this wife, which is the. Uh, Death, right? And it's life. Life is the bride, that treacherous bride, because it's fooling you. Now, then he goes, Now, he says, way to you. Uh, he says, woe to you, right? Because you sleep through life snoring. Now, thinking of her until such time as you die and awaken. Thinking of who? Thinking of her as like, Thinking of life, thinking of this dunya and this world, all the things within it. And it's and then you won't have anything at the end of the day. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us that as well. You know, dunya because he's saying that, you know, what is this life as an accepted delusion? Now, this al uh, Biri, he goes into this as well. You're sleeping through life, snoring. So he's saying, like, yeah, like, wake up, bro. Because he's, he's a younger guy than al uh, Biri, so he can kind of give him this kind of advice. Then he says, فَكَمْ ذَا أَنْتَ مَخْضُوعٌ وَحَتَّى مَتَى He says, how فَكَمْ ذَا أَنْتَ مَخْضُوعٌ How deceived are you? وَحَتَّى Until when? Until when? وَحَتَّى مَتَى So until when? Will you لا تَرَعَوِي Will you not hold back? عَنْهَا وَحَتَّى Right? When will you not hold back from her? Until when? He keeps asking, you know? Then he says أَبَا بَكْرٍ Right, and this is there's two opinions regarding Abu Bakr in this uh, poem. He's either the author's son, or more likely, he's the young man, who the young man who uh, this uh, Al Albiri is basically giving that nasiha to, um, and and he's the one that mocked the author. And this genre of Arabic poetry, as the footnote says, us, um, it's used to mock others. It's known as hija. 
All right, so hija is the name of the poetry that mocks uh, others, but more so in a... Because poets are known to mock each other, right? But in a very eloquent kind of way. Because that's their thing, right? And it's like, it's kind of like, uh, you know, one person comes out with a diss track and then the other one responds and then it's a back and forth and then whoever has the better one wins, uh, basically. Now, what is interesting here, he says, Abba Bakrin. He, he, he calls him out like by name. He says, I've invited you. If only you would listen and take heed, and only if you would love this, and if you only would like this. Then to your own best interest, if only you understood. So he's basically saying, like, if only you had aql, if only you, you kind of like knew this. Then he says, very interestingly, he says, to the knowledge, to this this knowledge that I'm going to give you, and basically the knowledge that, you know, leave this dunya off, you would become an imam. Now, and he says, مطاعن, مطاعن إن نهيت وإن He says, obeyed whenever you command or prohibit. And then he basically is saying, if you knew this knowledge, you'd be okay, but you don't. Right, <laughs> like you would, you don't know this right now, and that's why I'm trying to tell you something. So then Al Albiri gives us the next line, which then he says, "Wajluma, wajluma bi'ainika min ghishaha." That basically, this knowledge is going to clear up the film that you're blind. Like basically, there's a film over your eyes, and. Minrishaha, right? There's a, and it's clear and it's covering up something. Now, then he says, And this this advice is going to show you the way when you're lost. When you basically go off to to the wrong path through yourself. And basically. By virtue of which, this advice, you'll bear a crown in your own circle. Nadika, tajan. Right? Uh, basically like a, like a crown that's going to set you apart. And is going to clothe you in a beauty when you're a stranger. Because you'll have this advice, and, and anyone basically that sees this purposeful and loving advice of, you know, this dunya is not anything, right? And and what is to come? He's saying that, Yanaluka, you're going to get these, you're, you're going to get these benefits. Nafa'uhu ma dum You're going to... Reap these benefits for as long as you're alive. And what else? Not just when you're alive. And if you go, if you basically depart, you're going to also get these benefits when you're going to, ben- uh, when you're going to depart. And what is this? Well, he gives a very, very amazing uh, metaphor. Um, now he gives, Al-muhannadu lay, al-muhannadu laysa yambu. Uh, 
Now, he's saying that this sword, this is going to be a sword of Indian steel. Now, what is the uh, what is the um, significance of that? Because they're going to uh, be known for their strength, right? These these uh, Indian steel swords, and even until today, their um, the steel from that region is definitely one of the best. Now, then he says this 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 advice is going to be like a sharp sword that doesn't miss. And what does it do? When, you, when you're in a fight, where do you strike at the enemy? You strike at the Achilles heel. Basically, then he says, Now, maqatil is basically the Arabic word that means like the, fatal, like the fatal spot, like the one that will kill, right? Um, then he begins us on another journey of treasures. And, and he's... Uh, he goes through that as well. So then he says, وَكَنْزٌ لَا تَخَافُ عَلَيْهِ لِضًّا لَا تَخَافُ عَلَيْهِ لِصًّا Now, this is a treasure for which you fear no thieves. There's no, Nobody can steal this advice from you. خَفِيفُ الْحَمْلِ يُوجَدُ حَيْثُ كُنْتَ Now, this is going to be a light, that a light burden, light burden, خَفِيف, weak, a very light burden. Khafif uh, uh, that is light. Alhamli. You'll find this wherever you may be. Doesn't matter where you are. And you'll find this a light burden wherever you may be. Now, what is this? Because uh, obviously, you know, leaving off the dunya, it's not easy. But it's going to be a light burden compared to what you'll have within you. Now he says, Yazidu. He's going to increase you minhu. The more you spend it. Hmm, interesting. And he says, وَيَنْقُصُ إِنْ بِهِ كَفًّا شَدَدْتَ And then he says that is going to decrease you if you hold on to it. Because why? The Interesting part of being a Zahid, the one that really, really, like, leaves off everything in life. What is the, you know, because then, then there's, there's extremes to it as well. The more you spend of this dunya, the more you, the more you spend of this advice, the more you um, not pass it on, that's going to decrease you. Because if you don't pass it on, is going to just stay with you, and then what's the purpose of that? The purpose of ilm, the purpose of knowledge, is to not just keep it for yourself, but to teach it. And if you don't, you know, what is the purpose of you keeping keeping it to yourself? There, there's no purpose to that. Now, then he says, فَلَوْ قَدْ ذُقْتَ مِنْ حَلْوَاهُ طَعْمًا If you just tasted the small piece of this, if you just tasted the sweetness, مِنْ حَلْوَاهُ the sweetness of this. Then he interestingly says that you'd prefer the learning and applied yourself. Now, uh, what does he say? He says, You would prefer the teaching of it and applied yourself. Because if you decree, if you just hold on to this ilm, it's going to not go anywhere. Right? It's not going to go anywhere at all. Now, what is interesting, the next thing that he says, he says, your obsession, 
you you have an obsession of of, of learning, right? And and keeping it to yourself. This wouldn't have preoccupied you. That he says, "Walam yashghalqa, walam yashghalqa anhu huwan muta'un." And your heated obsession wouldn't have preoccupied you. Walla dunya bizukhru fiha futinta, and nor would you have been tempted by the world's uh, ornaments and futin zukhru uh, fiha, right? It, it's it's so uh, interesting that everybody everybody at the end of the day everybody can be uh, you know prone to these uh, desires. Nobody's safe from that, but. If your obsession with the dunya wouldn't have been like something that's so within you, it wouldn't have uh, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't have been tempted by this dunya. Now, wala alhaq anhu aniqu raudin, wala khidrun bi rabbihi kalifta. Now, nor would you have been, uh, you know. Subtra- uh, distracted by the elegant meadows uh, from these from the dunya, right? And nor would you have fallen for a herd of antelope. In so, what is interesting here that when in poetry over here, right, he's going to substitute the usage of you know the desires for women, right, for men. He's going to substitute that within a. Uh, and not not as like a demeaning way. It's more just so that they're in in the Arabic language, a woman basically compared to kind of antelopes. But like it's not as a you know uh, like a demeaning way, right? Which is interesting because Bakarul Wahshi is the word for antelope, right? Which is like a literal literal antelope, but it's often like mistranslated as Baqarah um, because it means cow, and then Wahshi is like, like you know, they translate mistranslated as wild cows. Uh, that's wrong, right? Then he says, "Faqutu ruhi arwahul maani," and for the soul's nourishment is the souls of maani meanings, meanings, meanings. What? Walaysa bi an ta'imta wa an shribta, and not that you. You would have eaten and drunk, right? For the soul's nourishment, the soul doesn't get nourished by the dunya. And it's interesting that he he brings it within, um, within right after he describes you know everything that is you know zinatul hayat al dunya, um, all of these uh, pleasures of the dunya and all of the uh, desires that come with it. It's interesting that he puts it there because he says the soul's nourishment isn't like is not going to be these you know people and the women and the all of the things within the dunya. It's the soul of the souls of meanings, arwahul maani, and and what that basically is is translating to in in a literal sense is the souls of meanings, but more so the meaning that will give your soul nourishment right and that purpose that purposeful uh, life purposeful meaning now then after that he says so persist persist in what in uh, seeking knowledge 
وخذ and take from it بالجد فيه and pursue it and find it uh, get very very into it diligently فإن أعطاكه الله تفعت and when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants it to you <laughs> you'll benefit right so he's not just saying you know you're you're doing good he says no when Allah, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants it to you when you have it because you don't have it right now when you have it you'll benefit interesting then going to the next page then he says وَإِنْ أُتِيْتَ فِيهِ طَوِيلَ بَاعٍ وَقَالَ النَّاسُ إِنَّكَ قَدْ عَلِمْتَ You know, then if you're given a generous portion of it, people will say, you're given a lot of knowledge. You know, you're, you're a person of knowledge. You've learned. But what is good in that? Because then the next, he, he then says, فَلَا تَأْمَنْ سُؤَالَ اللَّهِ عَنْهُ بِتَوْبِيخٍ عَلِمْتَ فَهَلْ عَمِلْتَ now, this is very, very interesting that he says, he says, do you not feel safe from Allah asking you about it? Like, yeah, sure, people are going to going to say that, oh, you've acquired so much knowledge. But do you feel safe from Allah? Because then, then he's going to ask, you knew, you learned, but did you act on it? Did you do amilta? Did you, did you act upon it? Because then he says, فَرَأْسُ الْعِلْمِ تَقْوَ اللَّهِ حَقًّا Because the peak, the head, فَرَأْسَ الْعِلْمِ of knowledge, تَقْوَ اللَّهِ The taqwa, the consciousness, the fear of Allah in its true form, حَقًّا وَلَيْسَ بِأَنْ يُقَالَ لَقَدْرَ أَسْتَى No, it's not that it should be said وَلَيْسَ بِأَنْ يُقَالْ That it should be said لَقَدْرَ أَسْتَى You've certainly gained standing you, you are so high up there And you know you're, you're ahead of the community You've learned You've had knowledge That's not the purpose of that That's not the purpose of gaining knowledge وَضَافِ Then he says وَضَافِ ثَوْبِكَ الْإِحْسَانُ لَكِنْ تَرَى ثَوْبَ الْإِسَاءَةِ قَدْ لَبِسْتَى now, what he says here is the fullest of your attire, the fullest of your thawbik, of not just your thawbik al-ihsanu, vodafi, meaning the fullest of your attire, of your thawb, and of your work, of your life, is going to be the performance of good deeds. And what will fill you up, your fill up your book, is not that you should be seen. Tara thawb al-isa'ati. You should be seen wearing the Wearing, not wearing specifically, but in terms of acting upon these things. And he uses wearing as because you're going to be showing and showcasing and teaching this ilm and this knowledge as something that is good for you. But it's going to be something that you have to just show and also have a have a modesty within you and a humility. Because إِذَا مَا لَمْ يُفِدْكَ الْعِلْمُ خَيْرًا If knowledge doesn't provide you with the goodness فَخَيْرٌ مِنْهُ أَنْ لَوْ قَدْ جَهِلْتَ It would have been better if you were a jahil, if you wouldn't have known. It would have been better for you for that because if you can't do good through yourself and you can't learn and apply that knowledge yourself in your own personal life, you shouldn't learn. And that's plain and simple. right? And anyone will tell you that. Because if you can't do it yourself and you can't learn yourself 
and apply it yourself within your own life, that, you know, what is the point of that? Now, then he goes into وَإِنْ أَلْقَاكَ فَهْمُكَ فِي مَهَاوٍ فَلَيْتَكَ ثُمَّ لَيْتَكَ مَا عَلِمْتَ If your understanding basically takes you في مهاون into the darkness and into abysses would it be فَلَيْتَكَ ثُمَّ لَيْتَكَ because basically لَيْتَكَ and وَيْلَكَ basically kind of like the same thing would it oh woe to you woe to you you know would it be would it be um, this that uh, would it be no uh, that's not woe to you would it be would it be فَلَيْتَكَ ثُمَّ لَيْتَكَ مَا عَمِلْتَ it should have been that you shouldn't have understood and you shouldn't have uh, learned and this is interesting because if your ilm, if your knowledge doesn't give you something beneficial to your own personal life and it just takes you into misguidance, why did you learn in the first place? You know, you shouldn't. Laytaka basically in the Urdu language basically is like kash. Kash, you know, kash meaning like I wish, I wish or something like... Um, because it, it basically gives you a, you know, what would have happened if... And, and he, keeps, he, he keeps on this theme of uh, jahiliyyah. Right, the ignorance and uh, not knowing, because then he says, "Satajini, satajini min thimar al-ajzi jahlan." You're going to reap ignorance, jahlan, from what? From the fruits of failure. Min thimar al-ajzi jahlan, from the fruits of failure. You're going to reap ignorance, and why? And shrink in people's eyes when you grow old. And why is that? Because, and he says, what tasghuru? And you're going to get small. Fil'uyun. In the eyes, fil'uyun idha kabirta. And you're going to shrink in the eyes when you grow old. And what tufqadu? What tufqadu in jahilta wa anta baqin? And you'll be absent. Even though you'll be alive, you won't be in the people's lives because they'll see you as. In the jahl, jahliya phase. Now, then what is interesting that he says, What is interesting now is that he says, If you are a scholar that is alive, and if you, if you have been full in ignorance, you won't have been someone that is going to be relevant. Okay? You're going to be canceled. It's plain and simple. And if you're not even there, and if you are knowledgeable, and you're not present, you're still going to be present because even after your death, you're going to be taken, uh, taken as someone that was a uh, scholar, right? Because what to jadu in alimta waqad fuqidta, right? You're going to be found whether you were uh, not even alive if you were knowledgeable, and then he says. وَتَذْكُرُ قَوْلَتِي لَكَ بَعْدَ حِينٍ إِذَا حَقًّا بِهَا يَوْمًا عَمِلْتَ And you'll remember my pronouncement and you're going to remember my, specifically Al-Albiri, my قَوْلَتِي, um, my, 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 my speech and my uh, advice to you بَعْدَ حِينٍ After some time إِذَا حَقًّا بِهَا يَوْمًا عَمِلْتَ Is if you truly upon it one day apply it and learn it, and act upon it. 
And he says, وَإِنْ أَهْمَلْتَهَا And if you neglect it, وَنَبَذْتَ نُصْحًا and, and just cast away this advice. وَمِلْتَ إِلَىٰ حُطَامٍ قَدْ جَمَعْتَ And incline towards the fragments that you've gathered. So he, he's basically putting them down now. He's like, you're a kid. First of all, you're a kid. Second, you don't have too much knowledge. You have fragments. Okay, and even if you don't, if you neglect the advice I'm giving you, because he knows, Al-Albiri, although Al-Albiri does say that I am not much, but I know I'm more than you. And you have failure, you have uh, fragments within you, and if you don't take heed to some advice, you're going to fall. You're going to fall hard. Now, he says, and he says, then you'll bite on them regretfully because you have fragments. You don't have much. I mean, nadamina alayha. Right? You're going to bite in the small pieces that you won't even have. And this play on words is so amazing. He changes it into a verb. He, first, he brings it as a ism majroor min nadimin alayha. Wama tughnin nadamatu. Right? Then he brings the mustar. In nadimta. Then he puts it into a fa'al. Subhanallah, that's a crazy guy. <laughs> Though regret cannot benefit you, even if you were to regret, because Regret cannot benefit you even if you even if you regret. He puts that regret as a verb and a ism and, and so many things. Very, very amazing. That's why when you study the poetry you find that, you know, you can find a lot of Arabic in this. Um and, and it is so so amazing and eloquent. Then he says, When you see your companions in a lofty place, uh, meaning Jannah, right? Or uh, he he uses a very interesting word, either absorta. If you see your friends, sahbaka fi samain. If you see literally like in the sky, qadir tafa'u alayka wa qad safulta. Having risen above you, and wa qad safulta. You have sunk. And and what will happen now? <laughs> then he says, examine it. He says, faraja'ha wa da'anka. الهوينة فراجعها ودع عنك الهوينة فما بالبطء فما بالبطء تدرك ما طلب ما طلبت. Examine it, right? Examine what? Do your soul searching. Find your own ego, and actually abandon leisure leisureliness. Why? Because that destroys your ego. When you when you go towards the path that is not for your leisure, when you abandon all the leisure, you're going to be found in the place where, okay, I'm I'm now in a place in my life where I have too much freedom, too much leisure. I have too much things that are basically making me lazy. So what you do is you remove that leisure with a snap, right? And it's interesting because that is going to remove your ego. If you have three meals a day, four meals a day, five meals a day, cut that down to two, cut down on three. And then if you have so much leisure time, you're spending four or five hours, you know, watching Netflix or doing whatever, cut that out. Your ego, you will find your ego dropped. 
For what you seek is not being achieved by being slow. Uh, and this is so amazing. Right? Whatever you want, whatever you seek. You're not going to find it. By being slow. By being slow and lazy. You're not going to get knowledge by being lazy. So he's saying, get up. Get up on your feet. Do not. And he says, وَلَا تَحْفِلْ بِمَالِكَ وَلْهُ عَنْهُ Right? And basically distract yourself from your uh, wealth and distract yourself from your possessions and everything. But, and then he says, فَلَيْسَ الْمَالُ إِلَّا مَا عَلِمْتَ and, and there's nothing, nothing is really your mal and your wealth except for what you've learned. And, you, and he's saying, you, you haven't learned. Then he says, no person can help a fool. وَلَيْسَ لِجَاهِلٍ فِي النَّاسِ مُغْنٍ وَلَوْ مُلْكُ الْعِرَاقِ لَهُ تَأَتَّى So interesting now. He, he, he's basically dissing the, the leader as well. So, you know, he, he goes that route. So, so he says, no person can help, can help a fool. Then the, over the country or the bilad of uh, Iraq, right? Meaning, and during this time, there's a footnote. The Abbasid Caliphate was the world's superpower. Thus, Baghdad was the world's most powerful city. Now, the author is indicating that nothing can help a fool. Nothing can help a fool that is he ruling over even the superpower of the world. Right? And we see, very interestingly enough, that, you know, what's the superpower of the world? America, who's ruling it? Ooh, I'm not saying anything. Now, then we go that سَيَنْطِقُ عَنْكَ عِلْمُكَ فِي مَلَائِن Now, he says, your knowledge will speak on your behalf before a group. Right? And, and وَيُكْتَبُ وَيُكْتَبُ عَنْكَ يَوْمًا إِنْكَ تَمْتَ and, and it will be recorded against you one day if you conceal it. So if you're going to teach your ilm, teach your knowledge, teach it. Do not, do not be the one that is, knows so much but stays silent and doesn't teach. Because that's the main, that's the main right, purpose, right? And then he says, وَمَا يُغْنِيكَ تَشْيِيدُ الْمَبَانِ إِذَا بِالْجَهْلِ نَفْسَكَ قَدْ هَدَمْتَ Right? And erecting buildings will not avail you. Right? وَمَا يُغْنِيكَ تَشْيِيدُ الْمَبَانِ إِذَا بِالْجَهْلِ نَفْسَكَ قَدْ حَدَمْتَ And, you know, raising all these buildings and these uh, dunya. And, and he, he literally sells uh, buildings, right? It won't help you at all if you destroy yourself through ignorance. Because... If you're erecting these buildings, if you're building these uh, foundations within you, it won't help anyone if you're going to just destroy them through ignorance. You're going to build all this ilm and then not have the the ilm of being wise and actually knowing how to give nasiha, how to talk to people, how to have that connection with people. And that's the main that's the main kind of purpose, right? And uh, it's very interesting that he goes into that. And and one, uh, I, I feel that 
since this is a longer little bit, a bit of a poem, this the last line we're going to go through, inshallah, and then we'll do a second part two, inshallah. I really like this. Then he says, "Ja'alta al-mala fawq al-ilmi jahlan," and this this is probably one of my favorites. You've ignorantly put wealth above knowledge. Now, "Ja'alta al-mala fawq al-ilmi jahlan." And he uses, right, what is interesting, that he puts ilm, the word ilm, before jahlan. Because even though you have someone that has ilm, can be someone that becomes a jahil. Right? La amruka fil qadiyyati ma adalta. And he says, la amruki, la amruka, on your life, you haven't been just in this matter. You haven't put your wealth after everything. Because your wealth is nothing. But your wealth, true wealth, true, 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 true wealth is your knowledge. And that's, that's the best thing that you can have. And that's the most expensive thing that you can have, to be honest. Right? And very, very interesting that, you know, he, he gives this. Um, and, and, it's so, and it's so amazing that... Um, you know, he puts the this in the perspective that your true ilm, your true wealth, your true mal is your knowledge. And if you don't apply it, you're going to lose it. And it's going to be of no benefit to you. Right? And this this definitely gives us perspective that um and I and I stopped at uh verse line number thirty six, inshallah, um, that this purposeful life it begins by removing the wasting of time. Then it begins further by seeking knowledge. But what is good in seeking knowledge if you don't know how to apply it? And also, if you continue to hold on to your knowledge and not pass it on, you're going to decrease in it because it won't be beneficial to you or anyone else. Right? And that's something that we, we definitely go into and um, inshallah we will uh, continue the poem but uh, it's like 115 lines, and within it, all of this time, I've only gotten into 36-ish. So, inshallah, we're going to do a part two. I really, really like this. Do give me feedback on whether you like this or not. Um, and I feel, with that, I leave you. Inshallah, this is called the Ta'iyatu Abi Ishaq Al-Ilbiri. If you want to uh, find it, you can find it on... Uh, online uh, fluent arabic publications does have an amazing translation and everything um and inshallah with that i leave you assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh